great Caesar's ghost. It's Comics Crunch. Last week we talked about unicorns. We did. Recall. Uh, last much? week, you mean last month? No, well, yes. Whatever. Last, last month, time. Last month we talked about unicorns. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so, how much do you know about dragons? Uh, dragons. Um, f- I'd like to think that I'm fairly well versed in them. I mean, they are. Uh, <laughs> they are ostensibly uh, half of Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, half of the uh, entire game. Half of the game. Um, I recently watched the fourth season of dragon prince it had a real cool dragon in it okay um you know i mean it'd be easier to tell you what i don't know about dragons what don't you know about dragons i don't know okay (laughs) well uh today we are talking about a dragon who is from fucking space oh a space dragon yeah we're talking about uh one of the Classic Marvel monsters, Fin Fang Foom. Yeah, I'm, I, I recognize that name yeah. and that dragon. He's shown up in a lot of different Marvel stuff. Like, he's very popular guy to, to show, shoehorn in when they need big old monsters. Sure. Yeah, I, I admittedly him a lot, like, very confused on his role in yeah. the Marvel Universe just because of the uh, the exposure that I've had to him. Mm-hmm. Um so I'm this okay, yeah. Edu- educate me yeah. of Fin Fang Foom Space Dragon. Yeah, he's like the first uh, boss you fight, or like the the first, the final boss of the first level in uh, Marvel uh, Ultimate Alliance. Mm-hmm. Um, he's one of the bosses in the recent Guardians of the Galaxy game. Okay. Uh, yeah, he shows up in a lot of different stuff. He hasn't made his way to the MCU yet, but I think that's just a matter of time. Sure, until sure. Some like. If not Fin Fang Foom himself, something very Space Dragon adjacent. Right. Because I, I doubt they'll want to call him that in the in the MCU. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it does have possible yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> problematic implications. Yeah, very but, much so. But yeah, I mean, especially with the cosmic level that mm-hmm. they're, they're going with in the MCU, I wouldn't be surprised to see a representation of Mr. Foom. Yeah, yeah yep. But... Uh, Fin Fang Foom popped up when Marvel was doing a bunch of big ol' weird monsters because Jack Kirby liked drawing big ol' weird monsters. I can't blame the man. Yeah, uh, I mean, like, in the first issue of Fantastic Four, that's what they're doing is fighting a big ol' weird monster. And (laughs) other than, like, miscellaneous space shit, that was what Jack Kirby loved to do was put great big weird monsters. So good job, Jack Kirby. I yeah. like that. Good for you, man. This is not the only Jack Kirby monster we'll be doing on sure. this show. There's a, sure. there's plenty of them. <clears throat> but as for Fin Fang Foom himself, mm-hmm. uh, let's get into what this dude is about. Let's l- let's learn me a, a dragon. Yep, <laughs> learn you a dragon. Uh, Finn was one of a unit of uh, dragons that traveled from Maklu Four in the Greater Magellanic Cluster. Is uh, is that what a cluster of dragons is called? A unit. I guess I don't know, man. There's, there's got to be there's got to be something more interesting than that. Yeah. They were a military unit, though. Oh, so an actual yeah. military. <laughs> you didn't clarify that. I don't. You see, when I hear dragons in space, I don't immediately think militarized. No, no, I'm they, they sorry. Were, yeah, but they they traveled from the uh, Magellanic cluster with uh, visions of conquest. Uh, okay, now see that's yeah. that's more in line with dragons, sure. Uh, Finn and his crew landed in ancient China in their great big spaceship. Because they were flying a spaceship. Sure. And in I mean, fact, uh, Finn no- was the, the pilot of that spaceship. I've got nothing wrong with this. Yeah. Uh, like D&D dragons, uh, the Makluians are natural shapeshifters. Okay. So they, um, other than Finn, the rest of his crew shifted into human form. And then went and ingratiated themselves into human society in China. As sure. a first step in taking over the world. <laughs> okay. Make friends with China. That I, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, Finn, who was the pilot and like the backup plan in case like something happened to the other dragons. The backup plan. Yeah. Okay. Uh, stayed inside the craft, uh, disguising it as a like a tomb, and then uh, used a special herb to put himself asleep and undreaming, so that he would be. Fresh for the fight when something Yeah, happened. yeah. As soon as something went down, he would wake up yeah. and be, like, fully rested and good to go. However, the herb is also the only way to wake him up. 
Oh. So this may not have been the best plan, but hey, That's, whatever. That, yeah, that is not a solid alarm system. Yeah. Uh, the other Makuians promptly vanished. <laughs> Hold on. I do have uh, I, I have questions about yeah. this herb. Does does he have to ingest the herb? No, in order it just to wake has it? to be in his general vicinity. Okay, so he has to get like a waft of it. He yeah, just yeah. smells it, and then it's it's waking time. Mm-hmm. So, but so that does very very much rely on it, a, it, a, th- a second party too. If like it gets put in his general vicinity, it puts uh-huh. him to sleep, and when it gets removed, he it wakes him up. Oh, okay, so it's it's like an incense, almost. kind of yeah. like like as long as this is here, I'm a sleepy boy. Yeah, yeah. Um, but so. Does the herb is the herb specific to Finn? Like, does it I, not affect the other dragons? I don't know, because like if it affected the other dragons, then I think that they have another problem. Yeah, with, yeah, <laughs> with their plan. I, mean, I honestly don't know. Huh. I have to assume that it's like it's like a specific like this is the Finn herb, <laughs> the Finn root. The fin, yeah, the Finn root. Um, this puts Finn like do all of the do all of the dragons each have their own? Herb? I don't know. Where do they keep it when they don't want to sleep? The fridge. Do they, <laughs> don't open that fridge. All... <laughs> <laughs> they just crash into a sun. Damn it, Jim! Quit looking at Jim Jang Doom. <laughs> Jim Jang Doom. Jim Jang Doom. Quit looking in the fridge for snacks. It puts me to sleep, and we crash <laughs> every time. <laughs> okay, so we got we've got Finn. He's, we, he's, he's a big sleepy boy because he's got his his, his herb. stuffed herb yeah. nearby. His his uh, herbal remedy to sleep. Um, and the other and then the other ones are just, just gone. Just, <laughs> they, they disappeared into human society. <laughs> they were like, peace out, we like it here. <laughs> I, I don't think so, because they do show up later, but it's much later. Where the hell have they go then? I don't know. <laughs> Do they all get put in, like, Chinese prisons or something? Well, no, this is ancient China. This is, like, because the next time Finn shows up is 8th century China. Yowza. Yeah. Okay, so... Yeah, and during during that he woke up very briefly. Apparently, someone moved the herb. <laughs> briefly, though. Yeah, um, just long enough for him to wake up and like rampage a little bit as a big scary dragon. Okay. And he inspired legends of dragons in the area, um, and even entered legend himself as he whose limbs shatter mountains and whose back scrapes the sun. We'll see now. That's that's some, that's a cool epitaph. <laughs> yeah, that's that's some badass, um, like folk tale right there. Yeah, that's, yeah. I, okay, I appreciate that. And then a uh, group of humans who were residents of the area where his tomb was uh, dedicated themselves to keeping him asleep <laughs> because they don't want they don't need no they don't need no sp- stinking dragon rampaging right, yeah. around. So so they they knew that the herb was the yeah yeah. Apparently they managed to put him back to sleep. But okay, so the the dragon started. Going rampaging, and they're like, "Okay, what did we do? Yeah, okay, we took this herb out. Maybe yeah. if we just put, put it, it back, put it back, <laughs> or bring it back to him. Maybe, maybe he's just upset because he doesn't have his like teddy right. bear or something. Yeah. But they named the area the Valley of the Sleeping Dragon. Apt. Apt. Yeah. Uh, he woke up again in the 18th century. So a long time later. <laughs> so 10 centuries later. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but he was defeated by Shang Chi's dad and the Five Weapon Society. Okay, Shang Chi's dad being uh... <laughs> Fu Manchu at yeah. this point. Yes. Yeah. But okay. <laughs> that's since been retconned away to uh, I think his name is Zhang Jun in current continuity. I don't remember. I I don't know. It's been a bit since I've seen the movie, and that's the only exposure to yeah. Shang Chi I've had. So. Yeah. Uh, and then. He... Uh, Fin Fang Foom would sleep until the 60s, the early 60s, uh, <laughs> where his history would really take off. That's where he was basically constantly awake. He was big in the 60s. He's, that's where he started, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's big all the time. He's a dragon. Mm-hmm. Well, but, not all the time. But he's a shapeshifter? Yeah. So not all the well, time. Not all the time, no. He'll, he'll he actually shape- get very small in some cases. Unless he shapeshifted into like a big dude, like a real yeah. big man. He could do that, probably. I mean, I imagine he could. Yeah. What's like, because I mean, I don't know. That's... Shapeshifting is, at least, I've mentioned before, it's one of my weak points as far as, like, superpowers go. Like, uh-huh. I think it's fascinating. Uh-huh. But it does also bring up a lot of issues. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, at this point, Fen Feng Fu would finally discover a foe that was worthy of his might. Communism. <laughs> this is actually the first uh, Fen Feng Fu story from Strange Tales. The rest of the stuff has been was retcons. So, uh... Finn was this time woken up by a Chinese teenager 
<laughs> wanted to smoke some sweet herb? No. Oh. <laughs> Whose village was under attack by the communist army. Oh. I don't know which communist army, just the, the, communist, the army. communist army. The communist army. In the 60s, did it matter? <laughs> <laughs> they were all the same communist army. Uh, and then the when Finn woke up, the teen was like, hey, uh, big old dragon, I got your herb, and I'm going to uh, plant it and make a whole bunch of it, so you're going to be asleep forever unless you come get me. So he ran away and led Finn on a merry chase. So this teen, this teen was a little had a lot more guile. Than, yeah, yeah. Like, and this was a very intentional. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Okay. Because he led uh, Finn right to the communist camp, which was destroyed by 250 feet of angry space dragon. That'll do it. And then, <laughs> I don't know too many communists that can stand up to no, that. Very few. Very few. Um, and then the teen used the herb to put Finn back to sleep in his tomb. So. <laughs> He, so he woke up, led Finn through the communist camp, which got trashed, and then led him right back to his tomb and put him to sleep. So, so, well, so, like, yeah. So we've got this herb uh-huh. that it's it's proximity to dragon put dragon sleep. Yeah, dragon wakes up and is like. Good, I'm finally awake, and the kid is like, "I'm gonna put you to sleep forever." So the dragon's instinct is to follow try to get into close proximity with herb well i think he was trying to light the kid on fire okay so like at a distance yeah see that makes more sense so so it has to be in like relatively close proximity then like does he have to be touching it or like close to touching it i don't know i have a lot of questions about this herb well table those because the herb is now gone forever No, I want to. I need answers. <laughs> no, it's it's fucking gone forever, what, my dude. What happened to it? I don't know. It's gone. It never reappears to my knowledge. <laughs> well, then that brings up more questions. Yeah, uh, because the next time the uh, Vin Fang Foom is seen is as a captive of the Collector. Oh, that uh, elder of the universe who likes to have one of everything. So the Collector probably found him in the herb and then put him in separate cases. I don't. And know. then, and then the herb is just gone forever. Yeah, like, like why would like Fun Fang Foom would wake up and be like, "Yeah, you can keep that." Yeah, <laughs> but um, the collector at this point, the collector wasn't like a weirdo spaceman. Like he wasn't an elder of the universe. He was just a dude who liked collecting stuff. <laughs> this is very early in sure, in sure Marvel comics so. as we know it. Okay. Um. So he collected Finn and a bunch of other classic Marvel monsters and sealed them in his underground zoo. Which he apparently had. Well, yeah. I mean, if you're going to collect stuff, you got to yeah. have some place to put them. This is before he had like the big collector ship that yeah. he would put all of his fun stuff inside. Yeah. Um, but you know, since it was underground, this made the mole man mad, I... who was starting to who got upset that the collector had impugned on his being a mean underground guy gig. <laughs> uh, the mole man wrecked the zoo. You and... know what? I'm I, yeah. mole man. I feel you. The mole man is a very simple guy, and sometimes I respect him. <laughs> Um, but, uh, so Mole Man wrecked the zoo and freed all the various monsters. Uh, the Fantastic Four, who had recently formed up, like, went down and played Pokemon with them. <laughs> kind of capture them all. Gotta, ca- gotta catch them all. Yeah. yeah. And, so. uh, dropped them on Monster Island. Oh. Not that Monster Island. I put a note in there. Not that Monster Island, man. Hey, my name is right there. I see it. <laughs> <laughs> Why not, though? Because Godzilla wasn't a part of Marvel con- continuity at this point. <laughs> that would come later. Later. Right. Right. So. And, and then briefly. And then he wasn't anymore. <laughs> I know. And now he's part of WB. Although I guess that might change or is changing. I forget. I, for, I, I read something. I don't about, know, man. I, I read know. something about the rights to uh, Legendary. is The MonsterVerse. Like it's... Well, the MonsterVerse is owned by Legendary. Legendary. Yeah. And Legendary, from what I understand, was either... Being like uh, another company was considering buying them, mm-hmm. and or they were considering leaving or something like that. Yeah, it's I don't really remember, weird. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. No, no. Um, but the island really didn't have any security features other than being an island, which is fine for the monsters who are terrestrial. Like, yeah, because they're just monsters. They're just monsters. They're just going to be on this island and do fights and stuff. Be cool. Yeah, but uh, Fen Fang Foom A can fly. So, <laughs> and B is an actual thinking man. <laughs> <laughs> like, so, so monster, so none of the other monsters in Monster Island can fly. Apparently not. 
At least not for long distances. Maybe some okay. of them float in the ocean and drowned. I don't know. <laughs> just, they tried to make a break for it Alcatraz style. Yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> but Fin Fang Foom can fly forever. and uh And yeah, like, and as you said, he's, he's... He's a thinking man. Like, he's an actual... He was a pilot. <laughs> <laughs> a respected pilot. Yeah. And all. <laughs> just because he looks like a big dragon doesn't mean he's not a thinking person. There's a lesson in there somewhere. Yeah. So uh, as soon as like the Fantastic Four left, Finn Fankoon was like peace and left. <laughs> uh, he w- He's just like okay, I gotta play the, just gotta play this out. Yeah, let yeah. them think that I'm okay. They're gone. Coast is clear. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so using his astonishing power of leaving the island, he uh, retreated to his tomb in China, which was kind of his base of operations. <laughs> his base of operations slash prison slash bedroom yeah yeah all those things but before he could get there a telepathic weirdo named dr vault took control of him what i don't know who this dude is <laughs> what he's just some telepathic weirdo what okay uh and forced finn to fight the living colossus which is a word that i have a lot of problems spelling well no that's fair okay the living colossus. So it's this is the living colossus. It the living. Col- oh, yeah. there's okay. It the living colossus. So the, different from Colossus of X Men. Yeah, no, that, that this would be a good ten years before he showed up. <laughs> okay. No, this is it the living colossus, and I I don't know what that is either. It's just a big monster. Oh, okay. But Doctor Vault apparently wanted his own Pokemon fight, so he sent Finn to go fight this guy. I, I now this is something else I can relate yeah. to. Yeah. Uh, Finn, having a mighty space dragon brain, fought off Vault's control and instead teamed up with it, the Living Colossus to fend off an invasion of other aliens. Yeah, of course. So that the Malkluians could conquer Earth later. Yeah, it's a erotic conquest. This is my planet. I'm gonna. I claimed it. I called dibs. Right. Dibs on this planet. You go away because this is ours. Yeah. Not. Not. You know, we were going to conquer it first. Go away. Right, yeah, yeah. So this whole mess ended. Finn returned to his tomb and went memes again. So Not herb-induced Not memes. herb memes, just, but just nap so, time. So actual, just like... Hibernation, yeah. Some hyper- well, yeah, just sleep. Yeah. Just regular sleep. Uh, not sleep, not dreamless sleep. Yeah, just sleepy sleep. Sleepy sleep. Okay, yet later, uh, Yellow Peril villain the Mandarin, this dude again. Oh, no. Uh, learned of the Valley of the Sleeping Dragon and raided uh, the McLuhan starship for valuable materials, including the technology he would use to make his ten signature rings. So that's where those came from. That's where those came from. Those are alien technology from space dragon ships. Okay. You know, uh, that's... Okay, sure. He then uh, woke up Fin Fang Foom and used him as a bludgeon against the Chinese government. Uh, Iron Man managed to subdue both the Mandarin and Fin Fang Foom, but all involved parties were blindsided by the unmasking of the missing McLuians. <gasps> They're back. They're back over like several thousand years later. <laughs> Maybe they were nap napping too. Maybe they all accidentally opened their individual herb I don't containers. Know. Like, like they were like they. <laughs> Jim got real hungry. He got he got the the midnight snackies going on, and he opened up the fridge, and they all just passed out. I don't know. And then you know several they were several dozen centuries later somebody came by and was just like this door shouldn't be open and closed it and then wham they're back yeah yeah i did it i solved it so now instead of one angry space dragon uh there was several angry space dragons so the mandarin and iron man were forced to join up okay uh channeling the power of all 10 of the mandarin's rings through iron man's armor and creating a nuclear explosion which destroyed all of the marauding space dragons just blew them the fuck up whoops well, that's okay. I mean, that's one way to get rid of a problem, I suppose. So all of them, but not Finn Fang. No, or... he was dead too. Oh no, Finn! Yeah, they were all super fucking dead. Okay, so uh, this was not the end of Finn Fang Foom, however. Well, it's comics. Yes, his spirit leashed itself to a small dragon statue that ended up in a New York curio shop. I don't uh, know if it's the same one that the Mogwai was bought at, but I have my suspicions. <laughs> I was just about to ask, uh, but yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, Finn was able to telepathically communicate with people through the spirit, but not actually affect anything, or through his statue. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he compelled uh, some schmuck to buy the statue, and then he used his telepathic uh, commands to summon thousands of lizards from the New York sewers. 
Okay. Which so, is apparently a thing he can do. Yeah, that's... So he's... Is it because he he lizard so also... like? I don't know. He could just or, do that thing. Or did he just choose lizards just because he likes them? I, well, I don't know because all these lizards uh, joined up with the statue and the unfortunate dude who bought the statue and rebirthed Fin Fang Foom. Okay, so uh, I briefly had a, an image in my head of the, all of the lizards like combining together to form like a Fin Fang Foom shape of lizards yeah. around the statue yeah. and fighting like that. But then you said rebirth, and yeah. I don't think that's accurate anymore. They may have started out that way, but eventually they just merged into Fin Fang Foom. So okay, so just they... rebirth the dragon. Okay, yeah, no, that makes sense. So he went... space dragon magic. Makes yeah, whatever, total man, sense. I don't care. Sure, it's... dragons are dragons are weird, and space dragons are weirder. <laughs> Uh, so Iron Man once again stopped the, uh, this rampage, and Finn was once again shipped out to Monster Island, hopefully this time with better security. <laughs> I like to think they just put him on Monster Island with the other monsters, <laughs> and then he just immediately flies off again. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, but w- before he could officially escape, uh, he had to fight the Justice League on Wait. loan from another universe. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> you see, there was a time when Marvel and DC, while competitors, would still team up to do stuff. Yeah. And they'd have crossovers. Sure, I've heard of... And uh, one of the big ones was JLA Avengers. Okay. And this took place during that, where oh. the Justice League went over to the Marvel Universe and teamed up with the Avengers and they fought Fin Fang Foom and some other stuff. And then the Avengers went over to uh, DC Universe and... And did some things. Did some things that I am not as familiar with. Okay. Well, cool. Yep. So they so they fought Fin Fang Foom, and that was that. Um, during a battle with the Hulk, mm-hmm. uh, the Finn was launched onto the moon. <laughs> Hulk just tossed him right up there onto the moon. Yeah, sure. Uh, where he had like a little bit of a sit and think, and decided to reform his ways. <laughs> he went to time out. Basically, time out on the moon, yeah. Okay. Uh, when he got back to Earth, he entered a monster rehabilitation program <laughs> with three other monsters. Uh <laughs> Led by Reed Richards, where he was reduced to human size. Okay. So he shrank down to human size. But not human form, so he's just no, a human-sized dragon. Yes. Okay, that's rad. Um, had his powers telepathically blocked, so that, like, he couldn't access them. He didn't want to access them. That's problematic. Uh, I don't like that. And then he worked in the Baxter building as a food service worker in the Chinese restaurant there. I like that even less. Yeah. Okay, that's, that's bad. Yeah. The bad times. <laughs> But you can't keep a good dragon down, and uh, Finn and the other three monsters in the program were called upon to be reduced to microscopic size and do battle in the microverse. So he got as even the Finn Fang Four. You're making that up. I am not. <laughs> You're... That's no way. That's a real thing. Yes. <laughs> they were celebrated as minor heroes for a time. My... Oh, I get it. Yeah, I and get then, it. Uh, minor to heroes. the regular sized universe. Hold on, i got to process that for a second. Uh, take all the time you need because you're going to need even longer for the next part. <laughs> okay. I copied this directly from the uh, Marvel Wikia because I could not phrase it better myself. Hold on. This is the story of how Fin Fang Foom saved Christmas. So this is directly from the Marvel Wikia. So, patrons, um, happy late Christmas. Yep. Non-patrons, happy very late Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Okay. During Christmas time in New York City, Wong, manservant to Doctor Strange, walked down the street past many bitter New Yorkers, one of whom knocked him into Fin Fang Foom. Since he loved reading stories about him as a child, Wong decided to follow him down the street. Uh, sure. Soon they ended up in Times Square, where a big rig with a gigantic robot Santa was causing tra- a traffic jam. As it turns out, Hydra was hidden on the truck. <laughs> And the robotic Santa came to life. <laughs> oh my god, that's the best Trojan horse. Wong looked to Foom for help in stopping them, but Foom hated humans and refused to help. <laughs> Crushed, Wong battled Hydra alone. Unfortunately, <laughs> Wong was no match for them alone, so Foom helped him. Next, Wong, under Foom's orders, drove the truck into the rampaging Santa, which knocked it onto the truck. Then Foom sneezed fire into the robot's gas tank, blowing it up. The Hydra agents surround Wong and Foom. Luckily, a neighborhood faction of Hydra appeared, and they started arguing with the other Hydra agents. <laughs> a neighbor... <laughs> Foom took the opportunity to incite a fight between them. 
Afterwards, Wong asked Foom why he saved them. Foom said, despite his hatred for humanity, he disliked seeing others fight alone. <coughs> Wong offered to make him dinner with his master, but Foom turned him down. As Foom walked away, Wong wondered what it would be like to be the last of his kind, like Foom. <laughs> and that is the story of how Fin Fang Foom saved Christmas. <laughs> By blowing up Robot Santa. I... Wow. <laughs> There's just so much. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot right there. Holy crap. Okay. Um. So Fin Fang Foom was just taking a stroll. Yeah. Wong, Wong took a stroll too. Apparently he's off shift at the Chinese restaurant. <laughs> yeah. Wong took a stroll as well. Well, okay, so this is... This is when, when Foom was yeah, so, human size. so... Then how did Foom get, like, I thought his powers were blocked. I think he got them back after the Microverse incident because he would have had to have them. Oh, while. yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. I guess that makes sense. But and then probably like, not his shape-shifting, or at least he was just human-sized at that point. Yeah, and they, they so so he was just a dragon walking down yeah, the street, yeah. and nobody batted an eye except Wong. No, it's probably not the strangest thing New Yorkers have seen at that point. Probably that day. Probably okay. that hour. <laughs> that's I guess that's fair, because it's immediately followed up by all of these yeah, yeah. shenanigans, but still. <laughs> by two competing Hydra factions so. and a giant robot Santa. <laughs> and competing a neighborhood a chapter. Neighborhood oh Hydra, my God. A neighborhood chapter of Hydra. <laughs> I didn't... I didn't okay. know they had neighborhood chapters, but... I didn't... Oh, gosh. that That is just so baffling. Uh-huh. Okay. So... All right. Yeah. Uh, yep. So they, they were walking down the street... Shit went down, and then they learned how to uh, join for like like yeah okay yeah and Foom hates seeing people fight a lot. Okay, um, I think it's more like he felt bad for Wong because Wong was like, oh, get, get I've heard stories about you, and like you, super cool dragon. Like I loved hearing stories about you, and Foom was like, oh, <laughs> I loved how you human. I loved hearing stories about how you killed communists <laughs> <laughs> and woke up for like an hour and then went to Mimi's. <laughs> My my favorite story was when that kid tricked you. <laughs> Can I have your autograph? <laughs> and then uh, Foom was just like, well, okay, you know, this dude seems to be an okay sort. I don't really want to see him killed by by fascists, so. Sure. Okay. Well, that's a story. That's a story, that's yeah. That's an absolute story. We're, we're going to jump into the most recent Fin Fang Foom story, which happened, well, a couple of years ago. Okay. Much later, after reverting to villainy for a time. <laughs> Of course. Yeah. Uh, Finn decided to purge his inner demons. Sure. But he took this a little too literally. Okay. And the negative emotions that he vomited up from himself grew into full-size McLuhan dragons. While he shrank to the size of a puppy. Oh, I was just about to say like a piccolo situation, but then that part happened. Yeah, yeah. So he's he's a little puppy dragon? A little Ah! puppy dragon. He lived in a cardboard box. I would adopt him. Yeah. No, I wouldn't. That's a lot of responsibility. It's a lot of responsibility. There's a lot of responsibility, and he probably wouldn't appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, he sought out the Avengers for help because these dragons were not in a good mood. They were all of his negative so, emotions. And... Yeah, Majin Buu situation. Right, right. Um, but the Avengers were busy with a different crisis, so he found uh, Black Panther's agents of Wakanda instead. Okay. Yeah, sure. Like, that's... Yeah. They're capable. Yeah. Um, the agents found the other dragons and fought with them, but were quickly outmatched. Uh, Brew, the mutant brood and agent of Wakanda. He's a little, he's a little tiny brood in a suit and he's super smart. That's his deal. He's really cool. I like him a lot. All right. Fair. Uh, but he struck up a friendship with Finn and convinced Finn that the only way forward was to accept the darker parts of his personality and defeat them from within. You can't take a shortcut to enlightenment. Sure. I mean, there's there's a lesson there. Yeah. So Finn did so and absorbed the other dragons into himself, grew back into full McLuhan strength, and was like, now I will rampage! Because <laughs> no, I'm full of bad Finn, feelings! Finn, Finn, no, you, you skipped a step again. Right, yeah. <laughs> you, you, didn't, you didn't do it right. <laughs> yes, I will. I will defeat my inner demons the right way, and then whoop. Yeah. You know what? Nah, that's nah, not. I like this. <laughs> yeah, this is way <laughs> this better. Is good. <laughs> this is way better. <laughs> Embrace them. Yeah. Um. Because yeah, his his true personality is being kind of a ruthless monster. <laughs> I like the idea that Brew is like, yeah, no, Finn, you have the strength. You just have to take them back in and defeat them yourself. And yeah. then it happens. Brew's like, shit, I was wrong. <laughs> I was <laughs> I, so wrong. Oh man, I was wrong. <laughs> I missed that one. <laughs> just, but just, uh, oops. 
Groot <laughs> pleaded with uh, his his friend to be like, okay, please don't murder us. Just like, you know better than this, my dude. We were just talking about this. <laughs> and Finn was like, okay, fine. I will not destroy you on this day. And then he left. And that's that's the last we've seen of him so far. That's the last far. we've seen of him so far. Okay, well... Uh, Fin Fang Foom, I know you're out there still. And I oh, yeah, him. we'll see him again. He's too Good. popular not to. Good. <laughs> <So> I... <laughs> that was incredible. All right. So let's get a rundown of all the cool shit that Fin Fang Foom can do. It's a lot. It's it... quite a bit, but it's not as much as you'd think. Okay. Uh, he's got super strength. Sure. Uh, he's been recorded as lifting up to 100 tons, but has implied he could lift more. See, when we talk about comics, yeah, villains know. and stuff, lifting several hundreds of dozens of tons, uh-huh. it's like, it starts... Yeah, like, it makes... It's just it's I big thought, numbers. <laughs> wasn't the, didn't the unicorn could lift more than this, I thought? I don't know, maybe. Whatever, anyway. Uh, he has superhuman stamina. He is immune to being exhausted. Oh, that's spelled out right there for us, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, and they actually kind of tried to define it scientifically why he can't get exhausted. And it's that McLuhan physiology uh, produces the toxins that induce exhaustion at a much slower rate. So it's not that he doesn't get exhausted. It's just it would take a monumentally longer time for him to get exhausted. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, Superhuman durability. He can shrug off most conventional forms of damage, including that of high caliber firearms and anti-tank weaponry. Dang. Uh, he also does not seem to need to breathe, as he can survive underwater and in space for an indefinite amount of time. Sure. Okay, yeah. Uh, he's a shapeshifter. Yep. He can alter his size and physique, momentarily taking on human disguise if necessary. Um, his shape-changing in his dragon form has been recorded as being from 32 feet to 255 feet. So, pretty big. Yeah. Too pretty small. Yeah. Relatively small. Well, I mean, yeah. 32 I mean, feet ain't small. But... He did end up as a puppy-sized dragon at one point, but that was under, under extenu- a... extenuating circumstances. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I, and, but, and, but, and human size is arguably smaller than 32 true, feet. But that, that's something he can only take on temporarily. Like, when he's shifting his own shape, he can do it indefinitely. Sure. Like, it doesn't. Sure. Um, he can regenerate. It's difficult to cause him injury, but once he does so, he can rapidly heal, even regrowing growing limbs, but it takes him quite a bit to do that. He has to go back into hibernation. Okay. Uh, spiritual possession. If his body is destroyed, he can leash his spirit to a suitable vessel and eventually regrow his body using a bunch of lizards. <laughs> Lizard body, yeah. I mean, they're made of scales. That's That yeah. makes sense. The, the yeah. math is there. Um, he can fly and hover. And while his exact speed has not been charted, it is under the speed of sound because he doesn't create sonic booms when he travels. That's good. Yeah. That's that's fortunate. That gives us a range. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, energy absorption. He can metabolize certain types of energy, absorbing it and then firing it back out as a powerful beam attack. Okay. He's telepathic to a certain degree. And he can manip- uh, mentally control reptilian life, which he has done exactly once to regrow his body. With, yep. With a bunch of lizards. With the lizards. Uh, and he ha- can produce an acid mist from his mouth. It is highly corrosive and flammable. And usually when he's depicted as breathing fire, it's actually him breathing out this mist that catches on fire. Sure. And he can either do that as like an area of attack fog, like fill an area with it, or it's just like a quick blast. Okay. And then as for weaknesses, the only known weakness is that herb that may not be around anymore yeah that the collector probably still has somewhere yeah the cor- under the earth the collector probably smoked it let's be honest <laughs> yeah and uh that's what i've got on my dossier on Vin fang foom oh man okay well uh this is gonna be an interesting one um, yeah i want to see what you do with this all right give me a second um, so I am going to use the ancient gold dragon as our baseline here. Okay. Um, probably with a little bit of a pump. Okay. Um, again, um, so <laughs> we're going to call this guy ancient space dragon. There you go. Because I can't think of any better. No, that's fine. He's yeah. been around forever. Yeah. Um, and this... This will also give us room to, uh, if we ever want to make smaller Fin Fang Fooms. Hell yeah. <laughs> we can make younger and smaller ones. All right, so of course he's going to be a gargantuan dragon. Um, and what would you say his alignment might be? Like, typically uh, neutral evil? Or do yeah. you think it would just be t- typically neutral? 
I neutral would probably be a good one for him just because he is kind of he's one of those force of nature guys. Yeah, but at the same time, I mean, he did come here to conquer. He came here to conquer, and uh, he literally purged his inner demons in order to not be evil, and then decided that that wasn't working out. <laughs> no, so, evil is fun. So I'm thinking that n- neutral evil is probably okay. our best bet there. Yeah, no problem. Um, and now I want to give this guy a challenge rating. Okay, so the the ancient gold dragon has a challenge rating of twenty four. Okay. Um, like I said, I would like to pump up our little our guy here, so I'm thinking maybe 26 range. That's pretty significant. <clears throat> um, I've got his armor class set at 22 currently because that's what the the gold dragon's armor class is. Even though the dungeon master's guide tells me that a uh, challenge rating 26 creature should have an armor class of 19. Okay. So uh, I went ahead and increased that. However, he's probably going to have slightly lower hit points than the gold dragon. I haven't determined exactly how many that's going to be. But uh, that's just to offset his recovery, his, his regeneration that we're obviously going to be giving him. Um, uh, I gave him the same speed as the gold dragon, 40 feet walking, thir- uh, 80 feet with fly, although I did give him the hover ability. Right. Um, and then a 40 foot swim speed because, okay. I mean, you didn't say he could swim very well or like you didn't really mention anything underwater, but you said he can hold his breath. Right. So... Whatever. I gave him a swim speed. Okay. Um, Works, makes sense. His attributes are a little bit more robust than the gold dragons. Uh, his strength is at a 30, and his constitution is a th- at a 30. Um, but I did lower his... Uh, his charisma is a little bit lower than the gold dragon, I think. Or okay. am I making that up? I don't know. Yeah, it's a little bit lower than the gold dragon. Uh, I also decreased his wisdom a little bit more as well, because, let's face it, he was tricked by a teen. Yeah. <laughs> An ancient teen. Uh, so, uh, but other than that, everything else is around the same. I gave him proficiencies in the strength, constitution, intelligence, and charisma saving throws. And so far with his skills, I've got perception and persuasion. Um, the gold dragon had an insight, a proficiency in insight, but, uh, again, I can't get over the, was tricked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and... <laughs> I don't think Fin Fang Foom, like, he's he's a smart guy. I mean, he's telepathic and everything. But I don't think that he thinks things through quite as much as he probably should. Especially, like, with the inner demons thing, too. So, uh, it just seems like he's a little bit more brash than you might, you know, you, know, you might expect from an ancient wise individual. Yeah. So, that's kind of where I'm going with that. Um, and I don't think he's particularly stealthy. Seems like he does a lot of rampaging no. and just walking around in broad daylight as, as a, a dragon. dragon. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so I think I'm going to probably stop on his skills okay. there. Now, his resistances and immunities is where it's going to start getting fun. Um, so damage immunities. So you you mentioned that he had a uh, a res- like could absorb certain types of energy, right? Um. The only thing that I can think of as far as translating that into D&D terms would be, of course, Radiant. Yeah, that's kind of so, our general energy thing. Ra- yeah, so energy and, and radiation. <laughs> yes. Which are the same thing in D&D, I guess. And in uh, comics. And in comics. So I'm going to give him an immunity to Radiant damage. Okay. Um, uh, I'm also going to give him immunity to bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing from non-magical attacks. Okay. Because uh, you were saying yeah. how, he, I mean, conventional weaponry just kind of bounces off of him. So, um, let's see. As far as damage immunities go, I think that's going to be it. I mean, Gold Dragon is immune to fire, but other than the radiant, like the absorption and, and conventional stuff, I don't think that necessarily makes sense as far as an immunity goes. Yeah. Uh, so, though, resistances, however, you think he'd be resistant to fire damage? I, I would believe so, yeah. Um, any other kind of damage resistances you can think of that you uh, might have? I would say poison as well, just because sure. he can breathe that. That acid, makes sense. That, that well, poison, poison or acid, because there's uh, a difference in... That's true. I don't know. Maybe, maybe both. both. <laughs> okay. Acid, poison, and fire. Um, I mean, if we really, really wanted to get into it, like we could also give him a resistance to cold damage since he flies around in space and it is notoriously cold out there. Uh, but I don't know if we want to go that far. Um, personally with the, like the resistances and immunities that he currently has and with the regeneration he's going to have, I 
think that kind of pulling the reins on <laughs> on that might yeah. be a better idea. So I'm just going to go ahead and say no more on that. Okay. Um, let's see. So typically uh, ancient dragons do have some pretty good senses, including blind sight. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, uh, I did notice that Foom's, um in his repertoire of abilities, nothing mentioned his ability no. to perceive. Uh, I am going to give him dark vision. Okay, because that's... that's kind of a staple of anything, any monsters in D anD D, really. Mm-hmm. Um, dark vision of sixty feet, but other than that, I think I'm just going to give him. Yeah, I think that's it. I think that's just going to be. Okay, Makes he's sense. not a very perceptive dragon. Uh, he knows common and draconic, which is almost obligatory at that point. Yeah. Um. So those are his those stats. Uh, let me figure out what his hit points is going to be. So I think I'm going to give him 23d20 plus 230 hit points. That's going to be an average of 471. That's a lot of hit points. It is, but compared to the gold dragon, which has 546. But the gold dragon is not resistant to any damage. Which, yeah, that's that kind of surprised me. Like, so many raw monsters don't have resistances and immunities that I feel like they should, you know? Right. Like, well... Part of that is that most high-level monsters in D&D Raw have resistance to non-magical bludgeoning, right. piercing, and slashing. So that I, I've kind of gotten the just kind of in this mode where that's just a staple. But again, it's just such a it's just such a bullshit damage resistance slash immunities at that level because at that level your players are not going to be using non-magical Standard. weapons. Yeah. So it's it it seems pointless, but it is still strange that like. The ancient gold dragon is only immune to fire. Full stop. Like, that's it. Yeah. Um, so, given that information, which is probably why his armor class is a little higher than the 19 the book outlines and his hit points is pretty good. Um, so, I, I feel that for Fin Fang Foom, who has a lot of resistances and immunities and a regenerative tri- trait, I think mm-hmm. that having a much lower hit point pool is probably going to be a good idea. Okay. Um, so, now we're going to go ahead and get into his... Um, his traits. So, uh, obviously, he's going to have legendary resistance. Like that. Yeah. That just makes well, that's, sense. That's a dragon thing. Yeah. And then I'm going to give him the unusual nature trait. Oh, okay. Because he's from space. Yep. The dragon does not need to breathe. The thing and the thing with the ancient re- gold dragon is those are its only two traits as well: amphibious and legendary mm-hmm. resistance. So now we can start getting a little bit more. Um, experimental here so oh we've got his super strength covered we've uh oh i forgot we i did forget to give him condition immunities oh yeah because he is immune to being exhausted for all means and purposes i mean yeah we talked about that so like you said it's kind of spelled out right there for his commun- yeah. condition immunities exhaustion yeah like you could um, technically exhaust him it would just take a few days and if your fight's dragging on that long you've got other problems yeah you're probably exhausted right. way more than he is so um Let's see. Can we think of any other, like, I mean, we could probably give him uh, immunity to poison condition. Eh, I don't know. At the same time, I don't feel that, like, that's, especially with the herb thing. Yeah, I think it'd be fine to to leave that off. Yeah. Um, I can't really think of any other applicable conditions that he might be immune to, Uh, like, kind of running through my head, like, charmed. Clearly, he can be tricked, so that's Mm -hmm. not necessarily uh, accurate. Yeah. frightened i maybe a case could be made for frightened but i don't know i think that i think that just leaving it exhaustion is probably a safe bet uh inhuman durability we got that covered uh shape shifting now this is um um so i'm gonna go ahead and just copy paste the shape change from the regular dragon because i don't see any conflicting anything with that so um his regeneration. The question is, how good is he at regenerating in D and D terms? Um, um, I don't know. How about that? So at the start of each each of its turns, I think the dragon regaining twenty hit points. Maybe maybe that's a little low. It seems low considering the challenge rating and everything. Yeah. Um, Fifty seems too high to that me. That seems though. too high. Maybe thirty. Thirty. Thirty-four. Let's go thirty-five. Okay. Nice round number. But he doesn't have any, um, I mean, we need a way of shutting off the regeneration. Like, maybe when he drops to zero hit points, he doesn't regenerate. Right, yeah. 
Um, you know, because then his spirit barfs out of his body and attaches it to a little dragon statue. And then he calls a bunch of lizards. I don't know if we want to represent that in any way, shape, or form, but... <laughs> well, we'll figure it out. So, uh, at the start of each of its turns, if the dragon has at least one hit point, it regains 35 hit points. I think that kind of okay. covers that. Let's see. So, we got his regeneration. Now his spiritual possession. That's Lordy Lou. That's... Um, we got his energy absorption... Okay, his telepathy. I forgot about that. So he's going to have to have, uh, in addition to his languages, common draconic, he's also going to have telepathy. Acid mist, that's going to be his breath weapon. Mm -hmm. All right, so I've got his acid breath kind of statted out okay. here. Um, it's a little bit more complicated than the standard dragon breaths because right. of a few things. And I, I think it works out. Um, I gave him that uh, he ex exhales a cloud of acid in a 30-foot diameter sphere centered on a point that it chooses within 30 feet of it. Okay. Uh, so, you know, essentially coming out of its mouth, he can't, like, magically put it somewhere else. It has to be pretty close to mm -hmm. him. But um, And then uh, at the start, uh, each time a creature enters the cloud for the first time on its turn, or if it starts its turn in that area, they have to make a DC 22 constitution saving throw, taking 58 acid damage on a failed save or half as much on a successful one. Yikes. The cloud remains for one minute or until it's dispersed by a strong wind. The cloud is also highly flammable. <laughs> if the cloud is exposed to an open flame, magical or otherwise, it ignites and explodes. Any creature within 10 feet of that area must make a DC 22 dexterity saving throw taking 72 fire damage on a failure oh, or half as much on a successful one. <laughs> so much so, fire damage. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, like, it's an ongoing effect. That's So I, I decreased the damage that the acid does compared to, like, the Black Dragon, which is a, uh, a challenge rating 21 creature. But because it lingers, it's mm -hmm. it's uh, that's why it's reduced. Um, and then, of course, that fire damage, like, it's going to be an essentially a 40-foot radius from the point that dragon had originally chosen so uh yeah pretty pretty dangerous that's bonkers yeah and i think that that's i don't think i, I can't think of anything else like that in D, &D but i think mm -hmm. it's pretty unique um uh, do you want to give that a recharge yes okay he's he's gonna recharge thank you for reminding me otherwise he's just gonna do that every turn and your party will melt <laughs> or explode or melt and then explode or melt and then explode yeah likely that one um so then, yeah, that'll recharge on a five or a six. All right. Next, I would like to give him... I mean, we need to give him standard attacks. Bite, claw, tail, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and I think I'm just going to copy-paste that directly from the, the gold dragon. Because mm -hmm. I don't see any reason not to. I don't think I'm going to have him have a frightful presence, though, like a lot of dragons do. Okay. Um, just because he does enough of his own unique stuff. Yeah, and it's hard to be scared of the guy once you see him serving Chinese food to you in the back. <laughs> it, it does. It does take a lot of wind out of those sails. Um, That's see. the guy who served me with my General Charles the other day. <laughs> um, so, kind of running through, I, I just went ahead and just fleshed out the rest of this in in almost silence. Um, yeah. But uh, I so gave him. So I gave him another trait called the Curse of Sleep. Okay. Um, because other than like writing it into the lore, uh, uh, into the lore as far as like the, the herb and things go, um, I decided to just go ahead and do this instead. Uh, the dragon has disadvantage on saving throws against resistant resisting falling asleep. Okay. And it's uh, additionally, its hit points are considered to be one fourth of its current hit points for the oh, purposes wow. of the sleep spell. Okay. Okay. So it's easier to put this guy to sleep. I mean, one fourth of. 400 That's still is, quite a few. like, yeah, I don't, I, like, you would have to be casting a pretty robust sleep spell to be affecting that. But, I mean, as he starts wearing down in the fight, you might be able to put him to sleep mm -hmm. pretty easily. He'll regain his hit points in his sleep, but he'll be asleep. Yeah, <laughs> so. and that makes him someone else's problem. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um... I'm wondering if I should put an additional thing here where when it is asleep, it sleeps for like a, like maybe four times as long as normal. Nah, I don't think so. Okay. Um, I think I think this gets it across real, real good. All right. So we gave him, I just copy pasted his multi, his uh, actions, uh, multi-attack, bite, claw, and tail from the regular dragon okay. uh, and adjusted for his stats. Okay. Pretty simple. I'm not going to cover, be able to see yeah, cover through him. Uh, covered the acid breath already. Right. Covered the shape change ability. Uh, I did give him the spell casting trait. Okay. Where his uh, he can cast uh, 
He can cast the uh, following spell using his charisma as his spell spellcasting ability. I don't think it's going to come up because this doesn't require it. But for three times a day, he can cast Conjure Animals at 7th level. Uh, but he can only conjure um, the following in the following quantities. Uh-huh. 24 lizards, 24 flying snakes, 24 poisonous snakes, 12 crocodiles, or three giant constrictor snakes. That's so many lizards. It's a lot of lizards. <laughs> it, it takes a lot of lizards to build a dragon cake (laughs) (laughs) takes takes a lot of lizards to build a dragon so um so yeah there's that and yeah he can do that three times a day so that's it's a lot of lizards it may in fact take 72 lizards (laughs) it might take 72 (laughs) lizards takes it takes 72 lizards give or take in you know the ones that die on the process (laughs) the ones that don't make it probably yeah it probably takes a little less than 72 lizards to make a dragon um Oh, you know what? There is one more thing. Okay. Oh, well. Yeah, there is one other trait I wanted to give him. Hold okay. on. Let me. There. Um, so I gave it the eternal and unkillable trait. When the dragon dies, its body turns to dust and its spirit can inhabit a nearby non-magical object. While inhabiting an object in this way, the dragon cannot be killed or harmed. Um, it can speak only telepathically and it can take no actions other than using its spellcasting ability. Okay. So it can still summon them lizards. Okay. Um, and I figure that uh, that'll open it up for the DM to, like, create uh, yeah, a sentient yeah. magical item in that regard. They can have fun with that and do whatever they want <laughs> with that. And maybe even uh, figure out how this is going to become an, a dragon again one day. No, this but, is really funny because, like, you, your party, like, fights this dragon that's really tough and finally puts him down. And then later it's like, oh, cool, I found this uh, really cool dragon statue that, that summons lizards, <laughs> like, constantly. <laughs> Just constant lizards. Just that's it. Just so many lizards are everywhere. <laughs> yep. Um, so anyway, moving back, uh, I gave him a reaction. The dragon can cast absorb elements as okay. if at fourth level as a reaction. That's why. Yeah. That's, that, I mean. That's big. And then finally, uh, of course, he's got legendary actions. Nothing spectacular here. Um, mm-hmm. I just gave him a detect and tail attack, just like the regular dragons. But instead of a wing beat, because I don't think Fing Feng Foom has wings. No, he has wings. Oh, does he? Yeah. But they're There's, just for flight. They're not. Yeah. They wouldn't be able to knock somebody over. Yeah. So I just gave him the um, uh, the ability to move up to half his flying speed without provoking attacks of opportunity. That, that, it's like simple, that. but it is very effective. Yeah. Uh, but his his marquee stuff is all in his traits and his actions. Right. So, um, That's cool. We made a pretty cool dragon. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I think I think he, I, I like him. Yeah. Um, and I think I I think I translated his craziness into uh-huh. D pretty effectively again we can kind of go a little bit more nuts if and when we ever like bring this guy into a supplement of some mm-hmm. sort but um but yeah uh i think we got our dragon we do and um i think that's it chris all right well this was a fun episode it was i really enjoyed this one so um yeah without editing this is an hour and 45 minutes it's but probably going to be an hour after editing yeah, i was gonna say there's a lot of silences <laughs> oh. and cross talk that we're gonna cut out <laughs> <laughs> but uh anyway thank you so much for listening um if you're listening to this early on uh i guess this is going to be coming out on january 1st then happy new year uh thank you so much for your support we really do appreciate that if you're listening to this on our main feed it is february 1st uh so no happy new year no, i no, hope you no, have a terrible yeah. one <laughs> happy when's the chinese new year isn't that in february I don't, dude i don't know happy chinese new year somewhere in there the lunar new year yeah which whatever honestly this episode turned out a little bit more thematic than i thought no sunday january 22nd happy lunar new year um because that has just recently happened but um but yeah thank you so much please consider supporting us on our patreon uh if you enjoy this kind of content uh you get these episodes obviously one month early uh plus you get a dearth of bonus Everything. content from all of our other critter kibbles there's uh-huh. just tons and tons of D content out there for a for your using pleasure um but thank you so much and we will see you next time